Welcome to this episode of Tori 37. Um, today I'm going to talk about my new job and how positivity is definitely taking over my life. So I started my new job last week. Last week was my first week of real training. Um, I'm now a medical screener instead of working in food and nutrition. Um, there's a lot more to that job because it's the front end of the hospital. So I get to see a lot more of what goes into working in the facility, not just the food aspect. So obviously I see people from the front door onward. They check their temperatures and we get to ask them questions and, you know, whether it be COVID related or just, you know, illness related, they have to, you know, be able to be safe to go to like, appointments to visit people. So that is my new position currently. What I'd really like to do is to go back to school and, you know, get into the lab there the experience that I had at the lab when I was doing light duty before I transferred was probably the most amazing experience I've ever had. And that was something that I really enjoyed. The environment was really good and the people were so helpful. And those are people that I obviously already knew because of working in the cafeteria and you know, seeing them on a daily basis. But I got to see what they did and the, all the different aspects of that. And that was something that was like really, I don't know, it was mind blowing to me. I know it might not seem like that to you, um, depending on what you do for a career, but for me, who's worked with food for a really long time, seeing something outside of that was like really different for me. And that was something that I really, really enjoyed. And that is something I really look forward to learning more about. I basically could tell you every color of every tube and I know exactly where they go. I could even hear the chime in my, my sleep by the time that I left there. I mean day number two I basically could hear it in my sleep so I would be like whoa waking up thinking you know where are you you're at home you're at work so that is something that's definitely on the table for me um besides that obviously growing my blog and you know finding a mentor who wants to help me to turn Tory 37 into something bigger than you know my original plans of just being you know I never wanted to be like small scale I always wanted to be big scale, but I didn't know how to go about it. But I also know I have to do a lot of that legwork myself in order to, you know, prove to other people that, you know, I'm not just that girl sitting behind a mic or that girl who, you know, uses her phone, her computer or her iPad or whatever to write. I want to prove that I'm much more than that, that I can speak in front of a group of people and I can definitely convey a message to them about, you know, surviving the little things in life or even bigger things in life and coming out on top and knowing that you're worth so much more than you know just your work title it's not always just that you can be whatever you want to be you don't have to be stuck in that little space that you put yourself into there's so much more to life than you know how much you make an hour versus how much you make a week no that doesn't define you as a person at all that doesn't make you the person that you are you make yourself who you are. What you say, what your actions, those are things that people look at when they think about, well, so-and-so is this better, so-and-so is that way. No, I mean, they get to know you, but who really knows you on that kind of level? Who knows you the way that you put the perception out there? Excuse me, I have to take a drink. You want people to know you for what? you can bring to the table. And I bring a lot to the table, I just sometimes stay very silent about it. Like I've said, you know, when I first started training at my new position, I said, I don't really make a big deal about what I do. 
and you know I'm a very humble person about like the success I've had so far but I'm proud of the work that I do I'm really proud of what I've accomplished so far I'm accomplished to accomplish half of what I've done to be on just about every portion of streaming radio right now is amazing to me while I still haven't I don't know I, I don't know how <laughs> I don't want to be like stuck in a like a small town market so that's why I went for a bigger mainstream but eventually I want to be able to at least have like a small portion on something that is local which makes sense it does but I realize that takes a lot of practice and I have to have a lot of people listening in order to do that I have to build my audience my audience being built is probably one of the biggest things having to mature that when I took time off from both this and Tori in Progress, I realized that I did lose my audience. So it's important to build that back for you guys to come back to me and, you know, listen to what I have to say. Or, you know, you're reading my blog and you're clicking listen when you get the chance. Which is, thank you, pretty cool. And I, like I said, I appreciate everything that everybody puts into what I do because otherwise I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be able to put on a radio type show um, and talk about things that are important to me because I wouldn't have that kind of platform. Anchor provides that, but like I said, you have to be able to retain the audience and you have to be able to grow the audience. So with every other streaming situation I have, like I have um, Apple Podcasts, I have Spotify, I have Google, I have Overcast, I have um iHeartRadio, I have, I have a bunch of them, um, Breaker, I have Pandora, I have a lot of them where you can actually, you know, find me, which is amazing to me, absolutely, absolutely amazing, and something that I never even dreamed of, and I continue to be very thankful for, so you can Google me and look me up, and that's something that is also pretty cool i'm not just you know tori you know from new Bedford. now i'm tori the girl who does all these other things so without that and everything else going on in my life positivity is something that i'm pretty focused on now to remove yourself from a situation that no longer served you obviously like i did myself and you know like i said i was ready to make that move anyway so the circumstances that surrounded my hands kind of was like a blessing to me. And while it blessed me to have the opportunity to do something so much different and, and to create more of a bond with other people and getting to meet different people and not the same. I mean, I obviously still see the same people and I still have friendships from people in the department that I came from. But for me to finally be able to experience a different kind of norm is good for me and while the schedule is a little bit different and it requires me to be up a little bit later than what I normally am I'm thankful for the opportunity to be able to change and the opportunity to see like I said the front end I'll get to work in the emergency room next week which is something exciting to me because that's something that I've never done I've been a patient but I've never worked it so I get to see what exactly that's like. I know it's really fast paced, so that's something that I really would have to be pretty quick on. And I'm a quick learner, so I'm not worried. 
And here we go with the fire engines in place. Some things don't even change. COVID, no COVID, still in existence. Doesn't matter where I go in this house, you're still gonna hear it. Okay. <laughs> so that's gone now. Okay, good. Nope, nope, that's an ambulance. That's probably not good. Anyway, but I've been able to interact with people's families and to see what I would see when I kind of visited, but obviously it's a lot different because of the virus and other illnesses that do exist out there. So that kind of makes the hospital a little bit of a different environment for people. And sometimes they don't understand or they don't speak English or there's other circumstances that just, it's, they don't, there's a breakdown. And while that exists, we are there to help them, which is great because you're able to provide services to people that they wouldn't normally see because a lot of those things that they would receive services with don't exist right now or won't exist for a while because of furloughs and elimination of positions of people who would have helped them. So we get to be literally on the front lines now and that's something that I'm honored to do that I feel like I was ready to do. I'm not, I'm not gonna say I'm a born leader or anything, but I am, you know, a positive person who can help you feel the outlook of things that you wouldn't normally feel. For instance, if you're sad and you're coming in and you know, your, your, your loved one is dying, I'm gonna treat you with the same respect that I would treat you, anybody, including myself, because you deserve the empathy and the sympathy that, you know, most people wouldn't always give you. People aren't just people. You're always very important and it, it makes sense when you receive the same respect that you get back. We work in a company which strives for being more than medicine. And that's something that we always have to strive for as, as workers, as as ambassadors of the hospital. And with that comes that responsibility. You have to do better for not just you, but for the community, the community and the customers and people that we see that come in there, the visitors, the customers, whether they're going to the pharmacy or they're going to the lab, they still deserve the same respect they would have gotten before this all went down. You can't just look at people and say, well, because you had the virus at some point, you're nobody. No, it's thank God you recovered. So glad you're here. You gotta do those things. You gotta be happy for them. Those are the victories. They've survived cancer. You know, they've survived all this stuff. You have to be that, that motivating factor between them coming back and them being afraid to come there. We don't want them to be afraid. We want them to continue to come back. We want them to experience the better part of medicine, the better part of the community, the better part of everything. It's so important to put your best foot forward. You can't always be closed off to people because when you're closed off, they see that, they pick up on that, and the fear comes into them, the mentality that this is wrong. We don't want you to feel that way. We want you to feel comfortable. Like you come and see a, a bunch of friends. We're just as stressed as you are. We're just as scared as you are. But we want you to know we're here for you. And that's so important for you to drive that point home every single time you see them. Whether you see them daily or you see them weekly. 
you want them to know it's okay it's okay to be here it's okay for you to be here around us we're here to help other positivity things that i've done is you know eliminated a lot of negativity from my life and that meant obviously cutting off a lot of people that i used to deal with and while i've talked about that before i really really mean it i mean like not talking to them in general and do i feel bad that i don't talk to them sometimes i do I mean, they haven't deleted me as a friend on any kind of social media, which kind of makes me wonder what's the real motivation behind anything. But, you know, I can't let that empty that take up space in my head. So, I mean, to say, for somebody to say, oh, you're so-and-so's friend, but no, I'm not so-and-so's friend. I'm me, and I was Cheryl's daughter. Cheryl was my mother. Or if somebody says to me, you look like Cheryl. Yeah, Cheryl was my late mother. And that's something that, you know, I'm pretty happy that, you know, you notice that she and I were the same, basically from the same family. So I'm kind of honored in that aspect that she's still, her memory's still alive in some people. But for others, I don't know if it's like a curiosity thing or not, but that's going to be a no. I, I look on the outlook of, you can always do better for yourself. You can always, you know, reinvent yourself as many times as you need to become the person you want to be. Um, There's no time limit on what exactly you can accomplish. You could be 50, 60 years old and you can get your college degree and you can do whatever you want. As long as your body and your heart and everything else is intact, you are good. Don't ever let anyone stop you from your dreams. You can go to school and, you know, like people said, you know, get your degree in like sociology or, you know, anything anything become a nurse as long as you have the drive are the driving force behind your goals and you can succeed i truly believe that anything is possible anything i mean i'm two years away from 40 i want to be able to create a business that i can use to eventually retire or eventually leave my nine to five job uh, to focus on predominantly and I think that that's possible. I do. I do think it's possible. While I think it takes time to grow and mature a company to get to that point, with the right guidance, I think it's a, it could be a little bit quicker. My goal is by by 40. And I'm going to give myself two years. By 40, I want to accomplish the list that I, my bucket list that I've set up for myself. And I actually want to go to Bali. Bali is something that I've talked about before here. And that is my dream trip. And that is my trip that proves that I've made it. Either there or Jamaica. Jamaica is warm. It's nice. It's something that, you know, eventually when all this stuff is over, I'd like to visit. And since we don't know when this is all going to be over and, you know, you never know what's around the corner. Considering we have, again, the murder hornets and various other things that we've had to deal with. Apparently now the bubonic plague's coming back. So I don't know what's going on with that, but okay. Um... We're just trying to live life to the fullest right now. Um, you know, this is a day and age where we can't even have baby showers, we can't have birthday parties. You have drive-by baby showers where you drop stuff off to people. Same thing with birthday parties for like little kids and even adults. I mean, life has changed considerably and I don't think that some things are actually gonna go back to normal. And while that's sad in some ways, in other ways, it was something that was a long time coming. You can't always think that things are gonna stay the same. Nothing in life stays the same. We evolve and we change and we adapt to the situations around us. And granted, 
this happened I don't know I wouldn't even really say it happened quickly because I feel like it was a kind of a drop-off slowly about how this went about how we went from living our lives to basically being in a third world country and our rights you know kind of being scaled back from what we knew and while I don't think that we suffer because I, we don't really we don't suffer I think more or less the people who have been sick suffer or people who have survived have suffered I don't think that we truly know what it's like to survive multiple pandemics now this is our first that you know we know of um that my my age group has suffered through and we don't know that this won't eventually you know come back or we won't be hit with another mystery disease because the way the world has worked in 2020 I, I, I don't know I don't have the answers I don't claim to have the answers I just know that I know I'm trying to live my life the best way that I know how to and while things in my life have changed because of this I don't think that that makes my dreams any less culpable of happening. I don't think that that makes me any less eager to see what happens on the other side of all this. We're waiting. We wait with bated breath. I think that even when the vaccine is, you know, distributed to people, I don't think a lot of people are going to get it because you still have to experience COVID again in order to know if it works. You can't just say, boom, it works because it's a vaccine. You can't go behind them. We have to see people get sick. It would, there would have to be a second wave of this for we, us to realize what we have to do better in, but at least we'll be better prepared. And while that's a scary thought for people, especially ones with young children or older parents, or even in general, people who have compromised immune systems, it's kind of scary to you know experience something like that. You have to prepare yourself for the absolute worst while expecting the best. Well our version of the best because you know we don't really have that anymore so we're gonna go with that (laughs) I just so much has changed in this year for everyone that I've known including myself and it's just wow I, I, I can't really put words I can't put words together because I'm not really sure about what to say and I don't really want to ruffle anybody's feathers with my own opinions so I keep to myself about that you know like I said I stay in the the middle of every kind of confrontational argument because I just feel that if I have something to say, I'll say it, but if I don't, I don't. But, you know, you have to, you know, put yourself out there for new experiences, new and different experiences, especially when you have to change careers, not just like myself, but in general, since, you know, COVID has destroyed a lot of companies where a lot of places haven't reopened. So most people, you know, who have lived off of, you know, government aid or you know their own savings have had to you know re reevaluate what they're doing going forward because what if your company doesn't doesn't reopen or what if your company closes just in general because of something else that doesn't even isn't even covid related you have to think about that too you have to make sure you have that education to fall back on because you, you're going to be out of a job one way or another so you better hope that you have the training to you know, get yourself to the point where you can use that somewhere else. And when you use that somewhere else, that 
will help you to kind of guide yourself about whether or not you want to become self-employed at some point. Because we all start somewhere. We have to think of the positivity that is peeking through the windows of the darkness that we've been shrouded in for months. While Massachusetts still teeters on the, well, we don't know, well, we do know, well, we don't know, I think that a lot of places will end up closing, and that's unfortunate. Um, Movie theaters have started to try to reopen, and while I think that's a good idea for people who like to go see movies, I don't think for larger groups like families who have people who maybe don't feel comfortable doing that a lot of movies are being released at home for the same price that you would pay to go to the movies so you can stream them at home and not spend twenty dollars on popcorn and i get that you know a lot of people use movies to you know as an escape if you have disney plus or you have hulu you're already getting that escape (laughs) you really don't need anything else (laughs) um so I mean, that's something that movie theaters maybe need to reiterate and the whole thing with drive, drive through movies and drive, drive up movies, all the other situations with that. I think that those are, you know, going to come make a major comeback because you're spread out wide enough and you don't have to worry about being in an enclosed space. While that may not happen for the winter, that goes back to your, your streaming services and maybe people will go back to the movies. Maybe. I think that we need to hopefully the economy will be better at that point. Right now, it's not at its best. And with unemployment and everything going on and people not having the extra money and worrying about losing their houses, I don't think that movies are, you know, top priority here. I think educating ourselves, picking up a new skill along the way, I think that is something that people need to really think about during the either tail end of this or the beginning of this because flu season is coming I don't know what that means. <laughs> You're still gonna get sick at some point, whether it be that or something else. And while people who do wear masks, there are others who don't. And I'm not gonna try to debate that. That's your business, that's your preference. Good for you either way. Um, it's it's a catch-22. It's either, it's either gonna be the mask, it's either gonna be some kind of sickness, it's gonna be some kind of flu there's always going to be something that's going to change the way we look at life now. And we, going into 2021, are hopeful. We have to be hopeful that something positive will come out of all of this. And even if it doesn't right away, we have to hold on to that hope. That hope that something good is going to come from this. It has taught us that families are the most important thing to us our loved ones. They could be here today, gone tomorrow. I've seen so much tragedy in the past even week. A 21-year-old mom taken from her son. My friends have lost people. People have died from cancer. You know, this is not the year to really mess around. This is the year to Focus on getting your goals in front of you and accomplishing them. Because at least if something was to happen, you could say, I did it. I accomplished that. I took the power that was given to me and I did it. I stepped out of my box of comfort and I went forward for it. It's so important to 
you know, not give up on what you want. If it seems hard, ask for help. If it seems like it's not within reach, try a different approach. You want to be able to long-term map out a road to success for yourself. Because without that, you're going to be in the position where, oh, you're going in a circle. That circle's not gonna lead anywhere. It's just leading back to its middle point. Square, same thing. A little bit of a bigger situation, but nonetheless, it's not the best. You wanna get to the point where you're in a good place. You're at peace. Your mind's at peace. You know your family's gonna be taken care of. You're not worried about life insurance. You're not worried about the little things in life that could have been much bigger. You are living your dream life. You've accomplished everything that you want. And you look back and you say, damn, that was good. Because you know what? You took the power, the reins over everything that you wanted to do. And you fought for it. I fight for my company every single day. When I get writer's block, you know, I try to think of, you know, I write directly, obviously, about my life for the most part. There are instances which I don't. But I use stories from my life to bring to you. And I try to use a message behind everything that I do. And when you talk about something like positivity or depression, mental illness, etc., etc., death, I've talked about death, the death of my mother. Um, and I talk about my life in general, like just aspects of my life. Not everything, but you know, a good portion. And I try to make sure that you feel like you're sitting in front of me, like we're talking in person, like I do here. And I think it's a, that's a different version of me. And that's something that, you know, I try to meet a middle ground between here and there. So when I talk about myself um, to people, when I try to promote myself, because everything I do, I do myself for the most part. I have maybe two or three people helping me, but I pay two people to help me. And, you know, the feeling of what I get back is so important to me. That's something that, you know, is worth it to me. It makes it all worth it to me. All the accolades in the world that I could get in the future would not, it would not surpass what I feel being able to create and keep a business going and, you know, help myself to get to the higher point of things. For every time that my name appears somewhere, I become a little bit better. I become a little bit stronger. I am building a resume. I am building a portfolio for me, a company that has my name on it. And at the end, even if I sold it, and it would take a lot for me to sell it, to be honest with you, I would still want to have a subsidiary of it. I, this has always been my dream, to own something, to know that it's just, it's mine. And that no one could ever take away from me. No one could ever say that you didn't work hard to get where you are. Yes, I did. Yes, I do. I hustle my ass. 
you best believe I hustle my ass. Um, I'm not gonna sit there and wait for anybody to do anything for me. Because if I did, I wouldn't have gotten as far as I am. I know what I'm capable of. I know what I want to do in the future. I know what I want to accomplish. I know that a good 75% of what I want to do has been accomplished already. There's that 25-ish percentage that, you know, I still got to work on. And when I mean 75%, I mean creating and maintaining a blog, creating and maintaining two podcasts, creating and maintaining everything around me you know to be able to now look into merchandising and selling that online I would have never dreamed about that months ago I would have been like yeah that's a joke no it's not it's really a goal for me and I know that I have enough people in my corner that I can help make that happen I'm going to be a success more successful than what I am I'm a quiet success. Humble. When you look at me, you don't think of the girl who's created her own company. You think of the girl who worked at the CAF. You think of the girl who worked at Subway. You think of the quiet girl who worked at Cumbies for a period of time. But I'm so much more than that. I have done so much in the last four to six months that I never would have even dreamed of. I'm a believer in, you know, the stars aligning, the universe, and everything in between. You create your own destiny, you work towards it, and you never give up on it. And when you get to that pinnacle of your dream, and it's laid out in front of you, you say, fuck yes. Take care.